alive. I got uh, I got my boy Keeg in the house today. What's up, bro? How you doing, Keeg? Man, I'm just chilling. So, first things first, appreciate you coming out to the podcast. Um, I appreciate you having me for real. It means the world, man. I for everybody that's listening, I uh, I've known Keeg for a while. Uh, we've known each other pretty much since high school. Yeah. Um, truthfully, we haven't really talked since, but here we are. We're gonna try to make some good content, and uh, Keeg is just gonna tell us who he is and what he's doing at the moment. Well, I mean, I'm an artist right now. I've uh, I've been an artist my whole life, but like this is the first time I've really been trying to push myself and kind of get into the show like industry, the music industry. Cool, man. So, uh, rapper from Arkansas. How old are you? I'm 23. 23. Yep. I feel old though. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Most people start this when they're like 18. But then, like, me, I had to wait until, like, I could get the time to put into it. No, I get that, man. I mean, I totally understand. I mean, since I've known you, you've been known to be able to rap. (laughs) So it's, you got to start young. You got to, I think that music for sure is for you. Um, just because I've seen it since high school and I'm like, damn, like this dude is still doing it and he's hopefully here soon going to be doing a live audience. Right. Yeah. Uh, January 28th, I have a show in Clarksville, Tennessee at the warehouse and it's dope because I've never performed live before and I've literally dropped no songs, not a single one. And like these people believe in me and believe in my talent enough to book me and I haven't even dropped anything. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, that's uh that's pretty much unheard of cuz usually you know you're pushing content out, you're making songs and shit like that and then you perform, but you're doing it a little backwards. Yeah, I am doing it a little backwards, but I f- I feel like I'm not the same as everybody else. So. Like that sounds weird, but like I just feel like a different type of person like that's how i want to do it i want to like organically build like a fan base and then start dropping stuff instead of just like drop something and get like no views i might as well just build that fan base and have a bigger have a bigger audience before i start dropping music no yeah that makes sense are you uh are you think you're gonna be ready to perform live first time i think i will be yeah I think you'll I think you'll do good. Where is it? What state? Uh Tennessee. Tennessee. My home state actually. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's crazy because I'm 10 years ago I moved to Arkansas. Like and t- here 10 years later I'm going back to Tennessee to perform my first show. It's meant to be it sounds like. It's wild. That's crazy. Life comes full circle sometimes. Yeah. And I uh one thing that I've always liked about you, man, is is the fact that you have so much confidence. Where do you get that from? I get it from me just putting the work in. You know, I, I don't feel like I do shit to be average. You know, like why I do anything to be average? 
if I'm going to try to do something, I'm going to try to be the best at it. I'm going to put work into it until I'm the best at it. Like anything I do, no matter what it is, even stuff like basketball today, I hate to lose. And it's dumb because I'll never play basketball for any reason. But like, even if I do, like if I lose a game, I'm pissed off. Like I, everything I've ever worked on in my life, I'm confident in because I put the work in. No, yeah, man. Uh, where did you, where did you get this confidence from, or this, this, this? It, it sounds like I'm talking to an old ass man. You know, like you said earlier, you, you feel a little older. I do feel old. Like I don't know. That's just always been my mentality. Like I've just always been more mature. I feel like, you know, I'm 23. I feel like I'm wise though. Like, I'm not just some random, like, dumbass kid. I've been through a lot in my life, and I've handled it, and I've grown from it, and I've learned from it. What? What? How do you, uh, how do you see adversity, man? Because in my eyes, like, the way that I see adversity is like an obstacle course, man. You're either going to make it or you're not going to make it, you know? And adversity... I think is really good for anybody who wants to be successful and knows in the in the back of their mind they're going to be successful just because you can't through you can't really go through adversity if you don't if you don't believe in yourself, right? No, you can't. Like I always knew that like you have to get through to the other side. Like there's always an other side to it. You just have to figure out the best way to navigate adversity. Because there's going to be adversity in anything that you do. Like anything in life. Yeah. You might as well spend that time really. If I'm going to go through like shit, I might as well go through the shit that I want to do, you know, to get there. I'm the same way. Like I might as well just like sometimes you just got to take it and just learn from it. Like it's a lesson. That's all it is. Yeah. There's not a, and I'm going to say this with full confidence, because just because I know a lot of fucking people, like I'm sure we both do. There's not a lot of people that think like that. I know. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) My fucking phone's going off. My bad. Um, What the hell was I saying? Not a lot of people think like that. Yeah, not a lot of people think like that. Uh-oh. And and that's wild to me because it seems like that's just the most logical thing. Yeah. It's just like there's going to be another side to this. Like you're going to get through it. Life goes on. Life's not easy. Like there's always going to be hard times in life. But there's always the other side. You will get through it. You just have to figure it out. That's all it is. What, uh, if, if there's any like books, podcasts, music, artists, people that you listen to that have that kind of like mindset, who would your like top three be or what are your answers to that? It's crazy. Cause like, I really don't read and I don't listen to podcasts. Like I only just listen to music and just try to create, but like. As far as that, it's just like, obviously, J. Cole, uh, Kendrick Lamar, 
Starlito. That's another one. Like, it's just like you're gonna get through it. It's just like you just have to fight to get through it. Oh, Juice World. I'm a dumbass. Juice World's fucking fire. I'm a dumbass. Juice World is one of those. Like, Juice World is so fire. I've been listening to nothing but Juice World lately. That's crazy because me too. And you know the the craziest thing, uh, I don't know about you, man, but I'll be listening to some Juice World, and my girl would be like, turn that sad shit off. And I'm like, I don't even feel sad. You know, I'm not like, it's just one of those moods you get into. You know, you kind of have to digress. You have to know what mood you're in and what, like, connects with you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, my thing with music is music makes me feel something. And that's why, like, with my music, I try to make people feel something. Like, Juice World is a perfect example of somebody who put his heart and soul into his music. And you can feel that shit. Like, you could feel every single emotion that man had. And that's what made it so tragic and sad when he passed away. Is Because, like, literally, I think this, I would make that argument that Juice World is one of the most talented rappers of all time i'm the i mean like dead ass i would make that argument as far as i think that as far as uh like connecting to an audience and really and connecting not just for hits or sales or streams but connecting with the audience emotionally like and just it's so wild because like even in his posthumous music like he's still connecting with these people. Like you can still feel these emotions and it's so wild to me, like just how talented and like watching him freestyle for an hour straight. No. Do you know how hard it is to freestyle for an hour and then do it on the radio live? Like that shit is so crazy. Like there's no way he was not one of the most talented people of all time. Yeah, I'd have to agree. He is a he's an artist, dude. That I mean, there's a <laughs> lyrical artist, like amazing artists that are teaching a lesson or two. But Juice World is a like every time I'm in one of those vibes, I put on Juice World, and it's a it's just energy, man. I don't know how I don't know how to describe it. And Juice World is that guy. Oh, absolutely always been and just like he inspires me so much him and uh max another one like mac is another one that like it's like he knew he was going to pass away at a young age they both knew and it's so wild and so like kind of weird but they made so much music because of this and they alluded to it so many times in their music, and then like the shit happened. Dude, I've never thought about that. Did you? Do you think like? Do you think that if it, if death is in the back of your mind? Because I do think this a lot, like more 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 than other people, like normal people, I think do. Do you think you got to keep death in the back of your mind to kind of like, hey, you got to either do this shit, or obviously we're all gonna die, but nobody wants to die young, you know. So a sense of urgency for Juice World and um, fucking Mac <laughs> lost my train of thought. Yeah, like, and I'll be honest, sometimes I feel the same way. And that's weird and, like, probably not a good thing. 
but that's just how I feel. It's just like, you know, sometimes you're just like, you could die at any time. I could die tomorrow. Like, so why not make all this music and do all of this? Because I might not have a chance if I don't take it now. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, and often not um, most people. I th- I just guess a lot of people have dreams and hopes, you know, that they'll get to their destination. And uh, I think a lot of people, you know, end up settling. And uh, it's real satisfying and real rewarding to see other people chasing their dream, you know. Yeah, and that's how I feel about everybody who just, like, tries to go out and do something for themselves, like, make something of themselves. Like, don't settle and just be complacent. Complacency is death, bro. Like, if you're complacent and you're just like, I'm going to be right here for the rest of my life, like, at that point, like, what's the point? I want to, like, grow. I want to chase my dreams because I don't want to be looking back at 45 50 and be like you know what if no like what if i didn't like sorry what if i just like went for it and made something of it like uh yeah i'd rather be an oh well than a what if you know if you get at your old age like you tried oh well but I don't want to get to old age and be like, what if, you know? Yeah. Especially if you feel like you have a talent for something. Yep. If you feel like you're really talented, then just like, you've got to at least try. Why not? Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? You fail. Oh, well. Life goes on. What taught you, you growing up, like what taught you more about failure? Um... You know, what's crazy is like growing up, I was always like really, I was always bullied in school. Like no bullshit. I got bullied all the way through high school too. Like I literally got bullied from the time I was in kindergarten through high school. Like I failed at everything I did. Like even like I played high school basketball. I worked out seven days a week. I was in the gym five hours a day at least. And never got any playing time. I failed at that. I tried to go to college. I got my associate's degree in liberal arts. I turned, well, Sorry, I went to UCA. Went for one year, dropped out. Failed at that. So it's just like, I'm going to fail. But it's just like, life will lead you to where you're supposed to be. Is how I feel. Yeah, I feel like that too. The The first time I ever started thinking like that was the first year of college for me. Because I started listening to uh I started listening to a lot of Gary V podcasts. And back then, like Gary V was pretty fresh on the podcast scene. Um you know who Gary V is? Yeah. Yeah. Um I just want to make sure because I don't want to like <laughs> if you didn't know I was going to be like oh if Gary V's this guy um, but yeah I do start listening to a lot of his shit and he was like man you could get hit by a bus tomorrow like what are you going to do 
And I was like, I guess I've never been asked that question as a young adult. I never fucking really questioned death or even thought about failure or anything like that. We just kind of roll with time and just do what we got to do. And if it doesn't work out, that's how I, I thought, you know, if it doesn't work out, whatever. But now I see, I see now failure more as a like a ton of experience and growth and learning from your failures. Yeah. A lesson ain't never a waste. Yeah. Hey, that's how I've, that's how I've always felt. Have you had any? Uh, I heard your songs because when you came in here, you showed me some of them. They're fire. Have you ever had? Uh, a time where you were going to record or perform and that just wasn't the day or it wasn't the vibe or did you just sell right through it? Um, I've had studio sessions where I just like wasn't, I wasn't in the state of mind to be there. Like you have to go in with a mindset sometimes and like, I just didn't have it that day. My voice wasn't cooperating with me, whatever, like, I've had those days and it's frustrating, but it's just like you have to figure out a way to make sure that it works. Like, because studio time is not cheap. So you just have to figure it out and do the best that you can. And sometimes you get great songs out of doing that. Like, sometimes pushing through is the best thing that you can do instead of just getting frustrated and giving up. So you, it wasn't like one of those, uh, like you got there, you were warming up or whatever, and then you were just like, nah, it's not the day and left. Like you pushed through? Yeah. Damn. It's tough to do, bro, because I recently started doing stand-up. Yeah. And it was fucking bad. Like <laughs> the first time was bad, dude. Like uh, I feel like I'm good with people. Like I can talk to anybody. But as soon as my feet hit that, like, stage it was fucking bad dude like i knew it was going downhill from there it's crazy because i feel like me i feel like me as an artist and me as a person are two totally different people so and it's crazy because i put so much of my own life into my art but it's just like when i go into the studio i'm a completely different person like you can just like put yourself like I'm an I can be an artist here like I don't have to be Keegan I can be Keeg here like and that's just how I have, have had to treat it like with this show that I'm doing I'm just going to sit there and be me like I've already figured it all out I just have to figure out the set list for the uh for the concert, but like I already know exactly how I want the performance to go. Damn. Like it's wild to me. Like, even if it goes bad, and there's possibility it goes bad. Like, but even if it goes bad, I'm going to learn from it. If it goes great, great. But I mean, I'm going to get experience either way. I think it's going to go great. I mean, it's. You can feel the confidence, man. So I think it'll go great. Um, have you been, how much, would you say that you're pretty good at discussing like a lot of the media, um, like not media, music? How do you make music, things like that, instruments, 
Pro Tools? Eh, kind of. Um, I don't focus on that as much because I don't engineer my own music. Uh, that's why I record at the studio that I record at, uh, Braceface, is because I don't engineer my music. I work with an engineer who helps me craft a song. Like, engineers are so important. Uh, but, like, I don't know a whole lot about the technical side of recording. For me, it's just, like, I know a whole lot about recording, like, singing and stuff like that. Like, how to work a microphone instead of, you know, what effects to put on it or whatever. Do you ever get to a point where you might create beats or samples or anything like that? Oh, I want to learn to produce so bad. I feel like I would be such a great producer. Yeah. Like, I've had people, one of my engineers, Rico, uh, he told me one time, like, I was just sitting there with him. He looked at me. It's like, bro, you're like, you're going to be a great producer one day. I was like, dude, I don't know how to work any of this stuff. He's like, you'll figure it out. And he's like, and you're going to be a great producer. Yeah. And I was like, bro, that's so dope. Like, I, I appreciate that. But it's so weird to hear people say stuff like that to me when I actually don't know how to do it, but I want to learn so bad. It's just expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all that fucking equipment is so expensive, man. Um, what kind of what kind of mic do you that was that recording on? I have no idea. Okay, I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah, no, I have no idea. I know it is a very expensive one. Yeah, he said it was like ten thousand dollars. Yeah, the silver one. Yeah, I think that's a Newman. Yes, it is a. Uh, it's a Newman. Uh, you something? Yeah, I, think it's, I can't remember. I got. It's crazy how much information we can take now because I got on the internet and fucking learned a lot about like vocals, um, like compression and just frequency and shit like that. Yeah. Um, and it's just crazy how much shit I learned just from a week of investing my time into the internet and uh i just i got a little bit of that music i feel in me you know because i i am moved by the way that sound is made and captured and put up and it's not easy to and it's not easy for people to sometimes do the shit that we're doing kind of uh, you're in a totally different space world where i think extremely competitive but at the same time if like you move people you move people you know yeah yo did you say i could play uh like a song on the podcast yes we just have to hook up real quick and it should be fairly easy yo that'll be dope let me find my phone <clears throat> it'll be uh roadcaster as the uh bluetooth and we'll be able to hear it through our headphones too dope Because when you say the way music moves people, I want to just like share this. This is one of my favorite songs and is actually supposed to be my first single. Um, and 
this song is the point at which I realized that I may be able to do music professionally. When I first made this song, I was like, Keegan, maybe, just maybe, you could be huge. You know that I don't need you, don't need you In the past, yeah, that's where I should leave you You cut deep, but I know that you bleed too I just need to know that I don't need you You had me gone, acting stupid, I ain't know how to cope I came to you so hope, but you left me so broke In every way you can imagine, to this day I'm reacting to the text that you sent me I ain't know that that was happening But that day I had to learn and that was just a start There's always that one person that will always have your heart that was my boo, but I wasn't singing Usher's part She gave her confession, now I'm looking for myself in the dark And I just need the light, remember crying through the night Over someone who don't love me, wondering is this life But then I learned, I grew over a year It's just everything that you did were all my greatest fears But I'm here still, somehow I managed to survive And now look at me, I thrive Just a year ago today, I didn't wanna be alive But I kept it to myself, I'm sorry but I can't help my pride And depression's still been weighing But it can't stop my drive But I've been going through a bitter phase of love Yeah, I've been afraid But thank you for all the hurt It taught me my work All the swimming in my thoughts Help me come back to earth I love that you don't know what love means All the time that we spend man, nothing Transparent, so see-through That's how I know that I don't need you A lot of change since you left Mainly feeling like I got the weight up off my chest I can catch my breath, ain't looking for the death no more Now it's time to evolve, learn how to love again That problem might never be solved Stuck in my subconscious, so starting through it out All the trauma and the nonsense and you cause Plus all of the losses, that's why I'm exhausted Same reason my heart been frozen It's all because of you, I'm so sick of these love songs Misindependent, what I need, you was too lazy Why the love gone? They ask for much shit to bear me up but I was kicking it with dudes that you went and gave your love to That's where my trust issues came from Doing whatever I could just to feel numb And now it's not fun, but growth ain't never comfortable All time she was lying, I guess this is what that jungle do Got the gray and now they're getting blue, I got a different view Things been changing ever since I went got rid of you I crack a smile, look at the stars glistening And oh yeah, fuck you, cause I know that you still listening Did you write that in like one sitting? How do you, what do you do when you're writing that? Um, I did not write that in one sitting. What's crazy is I freestyled uh, the majority of it in the car one day. Uh, just sitting there trying to come up with some stuff. And then like once I found like that pocket, I was like, okay. I was like, this right here is going to be one of those songs. 
like it felt like something that I needed to let go of. And that song like really meant a lot to me because I sat there and just kind of let my entire heart out on it. And that is just like what JC did and uh, Space, who is uh, one of my engineers, he was on playing the bass on there. And just like the way that song transformed for me was just like so beautiful. But I wrote it in one sitting. Sometimes you just, you get into a zone and it just like all comes out. It just all comes out perfectly. Some songs you have to sit there and like go back to. And like I played you short versions of songs earlier that um, I'm going to have to come back to and figure out what to do with. But sometimes you just have to let it all out. Like, and you just like keep going and get through the entire song. And you're not even realizing what you're writing. With, uh, with art having to deal with, uh, like a, somebody that could potentially, uh, listen to your music or listen to this podcast or just even a picture on a frame on a wall, um, from the artist, there's a lot of like vulnerability, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the thing is like. I'm vulnerable with my art because my art is my way of dealing with my, you know, mental health issues. And that's something that I don't think is talked about enough is, you know, mental health issues. Because that's what's derailed my life. Like, it's what derailed my plans. The reason I dropped out of college was because, like, my mental health just, like, totally declined. Just breakdown. And after that, it was never the same. Like, I couldn't go back to college. Like, I decided that. I was like, I'm not going back. Hmm. And it's so wild to me because, like, I want to put all of myself into my music. That way, like, if something happens to me tomorrow, like, at least people have a a piece of me to hold on to. Like, this will always exist. Yeah. And this is always, like, my heart. Like, I made a song for my parents, actually. Um, and it's so hard. Like it's one of my favorite songs. I kind of want to play it. Play it. Play as many as you like. But this is gonna be like I know for sure I'm gonna perform this one. Um, this one is called Piers. Oh shit! My bad. You might have to reset it. <laughs> I forgot to fucking turn up the knobs here. Go ahead. Really, there's sun, I see it more every day I ain't tripping on my dare to go 
He probably hit all the bitches like I used to But then life changed and he found a one for him He settled down and became a man And that's the shit I'm trying to do Cause what's to be gained by always wanting someone new I'm past the stage of my life, I don't want shit that isn't true Might have to get thug like Ted and I'm trying to be just like you But that just ain't reality, I'm more lost than I ever been Trying to figure out how to grow and be better than All the circumstances brought about by my believing in people That I wanted to fix because I thought we'd be equal Crazy how fast it went from peaceful to evil Some people so feeble they start to play with my cerebral Hey, but I ain't mad at you, holler at me when you figure it out Only God can judge me once the lights go out Until then, it's all eyes on me Melissa told me I was special there, taught me never to settle on What I'm gon' be, I'm tryna buy them a same Move my mama to a place where it never rains From what I can see, I got the talent and I know her problems Make it hard for me to show it I'm tryna be Larry's son, maybe I'll just keep Melissa's son, I see it more as we talk About all the demons I'm facing the past we walk As she starts to see in my mind Understand why I be crying Why I'm such a perfectionist all the time Why I love these broken women more than I love myself Why I'd rather plan my funeral than to ask people to help Is it pride? Probably I just get hurt by those around me So I carry burdens by my lonely Even when all this love surround me I know that's not healthy But I've done it for years To the point where death ain't even one of my fears I'm more scared of not leaving my because I don't ascribe my genius to religion Might be nothing after death, can't even fake like I'm Christian There's a higher power, then I pray that they listen Like my mama does whenever I've been struggling I hate to say it, mama, but I've been on the drugs again A few psychedelics to ease my mind when I can't help it Maybe a blunt or two for all the time that's overwhelming And that's all of them lately, y'all worry about me, it drives me crazy That's why I've been making time to show this what y'all made me, I know it's all eyes on me Melissa told me I was special Larry taught me never to settle on What I'm gon' be I'm tryna buy them the most same Move mama to a place where it never rains From what I can see I got the talent and I know her problems Make it hard for me to show it I'm tryna be Melissa's son But really I'm just king That beat is hard. That beat is so hard. That is a fucking hard that ass beat. beat. Is so hard. <laughs> Where do you find this talent with the beats, man? Bro, it's YouTube. Oh, That's what's real? so crazy. Is I've only ever had like two beats uh produced specifically for me. Like I find all of these on YouTube. Oh wow. And that is part of what it makes it so hard to release music is because YouTube producers charge a bag for their beats. When I can have somebody at the studio that I work at, like, make me a beat. Damn, I don't know what that was. I do not know what that was. But anyway, um, yeah, like, it's just so difficult to find producers who can make beats for me, for my type of art, you know? Like, because that's what I view my music as. I don't view it as, like, I make rap music i make art like i want to be an artist i don't just want to be a rapper you feel me yeah yeah i like that i like that um that you don't really want a genre you know you want to be an artist first yeah like because why why box yourself in if yeah. i can sing like let me sing 
Yeah. If I can rap the way that I rap, let me rap. Like, I'm not going to box myself in just to, you know, fit in in the industry or whatever. If I have this much talent, why not use it all and, like, just drop what I feel I want to drop, what I feel will connect with people, you know? Yeah. That's such a Kanye West type of mentality because he was like, don't label me a rapper. I'm an artist. I mean, he started off making beats and rapping. Now he's a fucking fashion icon. Yeah, and like, it's the same thing with a lot of rappers. Like, you don't want to be just boxed in musically. Like, that shit drives me crazy. I do not want to be boxed in and just be like, oh, he is just a rapper. Because I can be so much more. Like, my whole uh, five-side situation... Like, when that uh, I Don't Give a Fuck song blew up, like, I wrote that, like, I wrote part of that song. I co-wrote that song. And it's just like, now I'm realizing if I can write stuff like that for other people, why not just do it for myself? No. Why not just use my talent for myself? Um, Have there, besides that, have there ever been any times where you've written for somebody? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I write for... I've written for all the artists around me. Like, at some point. Like, every artist that I've worked with. Yeah, every, art, every artist that I've worked with, but one I've written for at some point. You gotta write me some comedy, bro, because I'm ass. <laughs> write you comedy. <laughs> bro, I'm fucking ass. No, I think uh, I'll get there, but what are you, uh, what's your next goal is for, uh, after the concert? You releasing music or what's what's the next step? Um, I need to release music, but I need to like pin down what I'm releasing, you know, because mm-hmm. I have such a, I have a very extensive catalog. Like, I'm talking about, I have 300 songs probably, and I have not dropped a single one. I I lied. I've dropped one. Me and, uh, me and Gabe dropped games, like, a year ago or two years ago. But besides that, like, I have not dropped any music. But it's like, I don't know what to drop. Because, like, it's hard to have a fan base... And build a fan base when you're dropping different genres of music. Like you're dropping like a rap album, then an R&B album, then a, you know, whatever album. Like it's hard to do that until you're an established artist. So it's like I have to decide like what lane do I fit in the best. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, I was listening to uh, two of his songs he played on back back to back and I could definitely tell that it's a it would pain me to try to pick and choose which one you want to focus on and like put all your work into and release yeah like because like I'm such a perfectionist like I'm going to perfect every song that I'm working on Mm. like I don't ever think I've recorded something that I've absolutely hated 
I think, sorry, no. There was one time I recorded something and I literally was just like, okay, this ain't it. But like, that was the only time that ever happened. Like every single time that I record, I'm recording to perfect something. I'm not just recording to, you know, hear the sound of my own voice. Yeah. If I'm going to like put the money and time into this, I'm going to make sure that it's what I need and what I want. What do you, how do you feel about somebody who never really cared about music that much? What, what would you, like, what advice would you give them if they were, let's say, 25 years old trying to get into the music industry? You know, you said somebody who, you know, doesn't care about music that much. Well, like at the beginning, you know, at the beginning, it's just like you have to gauge where you are as a as an artist. Like, how much talent do you have? How much time do you put into your craft? How creative are you? You know, like, what do you sound good on? What do you not sound good on? Like. Where's your vocal range? Things like that. Like, that's what you have to do is know yourself, know your voice, know how you write, all of that. And that's what I had to do starting out. Like, I've been recording for so long, and I just realized that I had to gauge where I was as an artist and then grow from there fix what I needed to fix as far as like my writing flaws, my writing errors, like and like I view that stuff as a craft. It's an art. Like I want to perfect my craft. I work at it. I feel like when you're chasing a dream and then you do it or you're attempting to do it, I feel like a lot of people try to do something that's not for them. You kind of, you kind of know, you know, you, you know, from the beginning, like, yeah, this is, this is, I have potential here or no, this is not for me. Yeah. So, uh, earlier you were telling me when you were about to go to college, how anxiety or I don't know, whatever overtook you, like, you know, in the back of your mind that that's not the option or that is definitely a path you can go down, but it's not your path. Yeah. Like, I feel like. I've been writing since I was 13. I have been rapping since I was 14. Like, I remember as a freshman in high school, like, I was rapping. That was one of the only things people knew about me. My freshman year, when I first got there, it was like, oh, he raps. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been doing this my entire life. I've been trying to grow as an artist, like, grow as a writer, things like that. Like, I've been wanting to get better. I've worked my entire life to get the opportunity to be an artist because I feel like I've always had that talent. So, like, I feel like it is for me. I just have to figure it out, you know? Yeah. What made you get into music or what was, uh, which artist did you listen to at the beginning that you remember you were like, man, this shit, I'm vibing with this, you know? Um, really growing up, um, 
I would be I would be going to preschool. I'm like four years old. My dad's like driving us to preschool, listening to DMX. Dang. <laughs> my dad, Jesus. my dad's a G, bro. Uh, but yeah, like I was listening to like DMX and like Outkast and Biggie, like shit like that. Wu Tang Clan, damn. Like just on the way to kindergarten, like all of that. So that like was stuck in my head from an early age. Like I always thought that shit was so dope. And then like as I grew up, I stopped listening to rap for a long time. And then the what got me back into rap and what made me obsessed with rap was actually uh Drake. When uh Drake had that Forever song, I was just like, yo, like who the fuck is this no name rapper with Eminem, Kanye West and Lil Wayne? And I listened to it, and I was obsessed with it. So, like, I started digging so deep into rap. You know, into different genres of rap, because there's so many different genres of rap. Like, looking at everything and trying to, like, study it. But the one that made me think that I could rap was Cole. Hearing Cole rapping here and, like, the emotion in his music. He's my favorite rapper of all time. Drake's my favorite artist because he's my favorite rapper. I first heard rap in like third grade. I think it was 50 Cent. But before <laughs> that, like obviously I'm Mexican. My parents are Mexican. So all I listened to was Spanish music. Of course. So I, I grew up really not liking Spanish music. Like at all. I didn't listen to Spanish music. Till two years ago, maybe like a year and a half ago. That's how I feel about country music coming from uh, like around Nashville. Yeah, I hate country music, bro. I used to hate country music too, and now I'm I'm getting. I listen to, I'd say more than sixty five percent of the time I'm listening to music. It's Spanish music now, and I'm I'm just like, dude, I used to fucking hate listening to Spanish music because I couldn't relate to it, and now. I'm just listening to it, and I'm like, holy shit, I've been missing out on this for a long time. It's crazy because I, I like, legitimately only listen to rap music. I only listen to rap, R&B, and some pop music. Like, I fuck with Ariana Grande. Oh, yeah? And Justin Bieber, like, both of them. But, like, I only listen to rap. And it's more so just, like, I listen to stuff that, I listen to types of music that I don't make. Because I'm just like, what can I learn from these people to put into my own music? You know, just kind of studying it. For me, as far as like the thing that I've learned more from Spanish music since hearing it more is like my Spanish vocabulary. I learned so many words that I didn't know. It's just like slang, you know, and I didn't grow up in Mexico, so it's beneficial that i learn these right now because why the fuck not is there uh like when you're listening to other genres and other artists do you ever like pick up notes or like a like a like harmony or something oh absolutely i do that all the time actually can i play another song yeah for sure you saying that made me realize that uh 
This is a perfect example. This is me and uh, Blake Hero. Sorry, no, 501 Blake. <laughs> but uh, yes, I absolutely do that. But the thing is, like, if it inspires me enough, I'm going to use it regardless because, like, why not? If I can find this long. I wrote you this song to make you wanna fuck But I know I could do so much better with this love Cause I ain't trying to play any that smile on your face Girl, I'm trying to get with you, do whatever it takes Girl, I'm changing my ways since you walked through the place And the way you looking at me, it just leaves me amazed Girl, I hope I'm not wrong, I've been waiting so long And I already fucked around and wrote you this song Wrote you this song Girl, I know you down to smoke, so baby, load up the bong And I know he did you dirty, girl, he did you so wrong You should leave him alone Think it's funny how he's home, but he don't answer his phone Girl, tell me what you thinking, baby I know you've been drinking lately But I'm back on my bullshit Acting like a cool kid Drinking so much alcohol, my mama called me foolish Now I've been drowning in all of my sorrows Looking through bottles of bottles Hoping you'll be there tomorrow but when I wake up, you're not next to me That I could write you a song that would leave you having sex with me But I'ma do this shit respectfully I'll have it where your mama would never even object to me Then you can spend your days right next to me Then I'ma turn your motherfucking nights into ecstasy I wrote you this song to make you wanna fuck But I know I could do so much better with this love Cause I ain't trying to play any that smile on your face Girl, I'm trying to get with you, do whatever it takes Girl, I'm changing my ways since you walked through the place And the way you looking at me, it just leaves me amazed Girl, I hope I'm not wrong, I've been waiting so long And I already fucked around and wrote you this song Now I can write you the song, get you out of the stone We been sipping on it and it got me up in my zone I know that she like to cook so you can go and get blown Girl, just take care of me cause I ain't sleeping alone I ain't trying to cook, but not just trying to fuck you could be my little vibe, baby, hope it's enough And if that ain't trippin', baby, go live your life We ain't gotta be forever, we could just be tonight Cause you know that I'm different, baby So you ain't trippin' lately, no, I'm coming home Meet you up and then I dig you crazy I just might make you my lady, I just make you my latest You been here before I'm famous, my song's out on your playlist Might put you in the whip, you want the list, it's on Mercedes And you ain't acting crazy, don't let this song go change it I know I gotta say, shawty, you been my favorite I might write you some shit to make you wanna have my baby Cause I ain't trying to play any that smile on your face Girl, I'm trying to get with you, do whatever it takes Girl, I'm changing my ways since you walked through the place And the way you looking at me, it just leaves me amazed Girl, I hope I'm not wrong, I've been waiting so long And I already fucked around and wrote you this song Damn <laughs> So yes, I do like 
somebody uh one time asked me they were like do you like did you realize that it sounds like cooler than me by mike posner i was like yes i was like that's kind of the point yeah (laughs) (laughs) um man if i can relate you to an artist like from learning what i learned today because all the songs that i heard in the past were like smooth cool rap you know that's how it felt like to me yeah from what i heard today this is like news to me i'm just like jesus christ now he reminds me of an artist i listen to mike stud who now goes by mike is what you remind me of a lot because he he'll do like different type of music like he'll do he'll lean a little bit into country kind of like a post malone type of beat yeah and then he'll go back to you know rapping how he used to and then like this he's doing new things and i think there's a market for that i think there could be a definite people that listen to it people that enjoy music you know i might as well just like market myself as like two different people you feel me yeah like <laughs> have like an alter ego dude there was a uh, david put him put me on his uh his name now he goes by Derek pope and uh he used to be like this whole rapper like it's not even the same artist like it's completely different and he used to be this whole rapper now he's like doing other stuff it kind of reminds me of uh i would kind of like a mix between the weekend with the beats and like a kind of a post malone with the lyrics because it's really good um yeah, it's just, it's crazy if if you do do that, you would market both of them. Yeah. It, like, I've definitely thought about that. Like, I actually, like, have a name that I would, like, market my, like, other stuff under. What's that? I'm not going to say it. Damn. I ain't going to say it. But, no, like. Is it hard? Not really. It's, um, it, it's not, like, a hard name. I don't have, like. I'm not going to have, like, an artist name. Like, it's going to be, like, a normal ass name. Okay. Like, it's I'm not going to be, like, Lil' Keeg or some shit like that. Like, that just don't fit me. Yeah. Like, it's never fit me. Yeah. Why don't you want to say it? You think people are going to steal it from you? No. Like, just because. And nobody's going to steal it from me. Nobody ever fucking think about it or want it. Like... <laughs> It's a, like, normal-ass name. Damn. But it's something that, like, you know, means something to me. Yeah. Like, in my family, like, it would just be, like, a different part of me. You feel me? Yeah. I mean, people like Mac. Mac had uh, Larry Fisherman, which was his, uh, what he went by when he produced. He had uh, Delusional Thomas, which was a separate artist, like, but it was him the whole time. Like, uh, oh, God. Uh, Larry Lovestein. Like, he had so many, like, different, like, artist names that he dropped projects under. And it was just so dope to me. Yeah. So I've thought about doing that. But it's like, if I find a lane that I blow up in, like, I can just keep making music like that until I'm established. And then, like, 
once I'm established, I can make whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Like, and you can't say shit to me. It's just like, yo, like this dude is like actually an artist. Like, that's what Lil Nas X did. Yeah. Honest to God. Lil Nas X is a genius. I will say that right here. Like, Lil Nas X is an absolute genius. Well, we're going to wrap up the podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I like Lil Nas X, man. He makes some pretty good songs. Um, this is, what's his name? You know who put me on Jack Harlow? Who? You. Really? Yeah. Jack Harlow is my favorite white person. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely my favorite I white person. I love Jack Harlow. Man. He, is, he is the only, if I, if I was to be compared to a white rapper, I only want to be compared to Jack Harlow. Okay. Like, honest to God. I don't typically like white rappers. That sounds terrible, but that's the God honest truth. Like, I really don't. But, like, Jack Harlow is so dope. He's somebody who influences me, too. Yeah. Like, he's just different. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, sometimes he makes some hard-ass beats, you know, and sometimes his melody is just beautiful. Oh, uh, he had one song. Uh, I think it's same guy like the most beautiful stuff i've ever heard like he is an incredible writer like that dude is so talented mm-hmm. like that's how i've always felt about jack harlow and my uh my brother elijah put me on like he he saw him live uh at some festival in texas i can't remember which one he came back, and he's like, dude, you have to listen to this dude, Jack Harlow. And so I listened to him, and I was like, yo, this white dude's dope. Yeah. I was like, I don't run into dope white dudes often. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I think it was, I can't remember what fucking year. I'm not even going to try to guess. But I was scrolling through Twitter, and I saw something you reposted of Jack Harlow. I was like, who the fuck is Jack Harlow? So I tuned in, and I was like, Damn. He's Hard. so talented. Um, and he's like not that far away, Kentucky. Yeah, like, and he puts on for Kentucky. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. He's like, he is the face of Louisville. Yeah. I'd say he's the face of Kentucky. He's the face of Kentucky for sure, but like, he be, like puts on for his town so yeah. hard. And like, as a rapper, you kind of have to. Yeah. You know, like, We're- Bryson Tiller's from uh, Kentucky, too, isn't he? He's from the same town. Yeah. That first song you played me kind of gave me Bryson Tiller vibes. And really? I was, yeah, I was going to say that, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know yet. But now that I'm thinking about it, it kind of gave me Bryson Tiller vibes. I love Bryson Tiller. I love R&B music. Like, R&B music is, like, so hard. Especially, like, Bryson Tiller, Party Next Door, like... The weekends, uh, R and B stuff is dope. You know, I don't. He's like a pop artist now, basically. But his like earlier stuff, I love so much. Like I love R and B, Young Blue, all that stuff. Yeah, Young Blue's popping. What would you say, Drake? Put him on. I would say Drake. Like put him on. A Drake feature is like the ultimate cosign. <laughs> yeah. If you get a Drake feature, you blow. Yeah, like even now, and that shows just how. I will argue that Drake is the most important artist of the last twenty years. Yeah, 
like the effect he has had on the music industry is absolutely insane. Like he has changed what popular music is. Yeah. Like, you know what pop music is now? Rap. Like rap is the most popular genre. It's crazy. Like that's how I feel. Yeah. I feel like at first just viewing like the timeline of music as far as I can tell the bigger artists like Elvis Presley, obviously the king of rock. Then you have like the king of pop and then who's going to take that king of hip hop, you know? Yeah. Like I don't think he's the king of hip hop. Like, but what I do, what I will say is he made hip hop like as mainstream as it's ever been. You feel me? Yeah. Like, a Drake cosign is literally like a ticket to fame. No. Yeah, it sucks when artists don't take that and run with it, you know? Oh, man. Like, There's so many artists that he's like, here, bro. If you fumble that bag, like. It's rough. Oh, man. Man. I know. Uh, what's that one dude? Smiley? Smiley. I. I never listened to that song right? because just like the snippet of it I heard, I was like, I do not <laughs> want to listen to this. Bro, I was the same way. And then I started listening to it. I was like, this shit is fucking hard. <laughs> but then I listened to like, I listened to fucking crazy music, dude. Like I was on Takashi 6 ix dick for the longest time. Oh, bro. 6 9 had some hard songs. No cap. 6 9 had some absolute bangers. Yeah. Gummo is one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, Gummo was. Gummo is unbeatable. Like, yeah. it, it like it gets me hyped to this day. Now, do I like Takashi Six Nine now? No, no, absolutely not. I don't fuck with Takashi Six Nine now, but that man made bangers. Like, yeah, yeah dude, I was. I love 6 9 and nobody around me likes 6 9 They're like, that fucking guy's a poser. And I'm like, yeah, he may be, but this music's hard as fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, this dude is an absolute poser, but my God, like, this is a slapper. Yeah, that New York shit. Man, uh, it sucks that, like, an uh, artist that I wish was around, besides, like, the ones that uh, catastrophically died of an overdose the ones that were killed that I, I wish were here is pop smoke i knew you were about to say that pop smoke was so hard if he had god like he died so young yeah that man was what 20 yeah 20 years old he would have been huge he was a he was gonna be the face of new york drill music yeah and new york drill music is about is like popping right now yeah it's so weird like there's like different type of hip-hop that like pops off just randomly like new york drill i never would have guessed that like five years ago yeah there was a wave a couple years ago when xxx was going on uh like that florida shit you know yeah i don't typically i don't typically like florida artists i'm not gonna (laughs) lie to you like i really don't and it's nothing against them. It's just like their music, like is just not for me. There's certain music that's just not for me, like, and that's fine. Yeah. Like I don't like the uh, like horrorcore rap. Like 
that's just not for me. So none of the none of the artists from Florida you don't really listen to? I listen to I do listen to Kodak. Like I mess with some Kodak. Uh who else? I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. But Oh, I mean, Denzel Curry, but he barely counts. He doesn't make the same type of music as they do. I'd say X, man. I mean, X, yeah. He was, I mean, X was a different type of artist, though. So. Yeah. Like, he was he, an artist, artist. I feel like he would have been another one that would have been huge. Yeah. But I feel like Ju- he had a ceiling. Juice World would have been the biggest thing in the world. Like, X had a ceiling. Like, there's a ceiling on how far Ace could have went, given his background. But, like, Juice World, like, if the worst thing you do is be addicted to drugs instead of, like, having all the, like, controversy that X did. Yeah. Like, Juice World could have been as big as Drake. Like, I believe he could have been, like, the biggest thing in the world. No, I... But X was definitely dope. Like, I definitely fuck with X. The thing about, uh... There's like a stigma, and even I had it for a little while. Like when you see an ex rapper, you see a Juice World a rapper, and you hear the lyrics, you see them like personally how they, like what they do and how they act. I saw that as oh, they're probably not gonna be around for a long time. Yeah, like their music's gonna live forever, but their bodies—they're not exactly. Gonna, um. And that's like a shitty part, man. Like Juice World is super, super fucking talented. So was X, but at the same time, like we can tell in the lyrics, like with Mac, you can tell he's not. You know, they're they know in the back of their mind, they know. Yeah, like it's so wild. It's like such a wild concept, but it's just like these people are just gonna give their their all and do just as many drugs as they can before they die. Like, they're just going to live their life the way they want to live their life until they inevitably die of an overdose. It's so sad. Like, addiction is, like, such a ugly thing. Yeah. Is there, do you think that with addiction, with people that are addicted to uh, drugs, do you think that the main reason is because of like uh, just stuff going on with their mentality, like mental health issues? Yeah, like some of my some of my best friends in the world are like recovering addicts. Like, but it's just like it's a battle. Like it's an illness. Like it is a real illness that is hard to fight because like their physical, you know withdrawal symptoms and stuff like that if you're trying to quit so it's like that's a slippery slope that's why it's just like i don't think it's a mentality thing i think it's just addiction taking over their brain like it's not necessarily that you don't want to get better like nobody wants to be that way yeah but sometimes like you just can't help it and it's a terrible thing like it's great to be clean and when you can get to the point where you can be clean and that's a like phenomenal thing 
But like addiction isn't just as simple as like choosing not to do it. Yeah. Most most people that are on drugs come from a real bad like background, you know, a tough background. Yeah, but it's just like a lot of people do it like because of mental health issues. Like and then you get addicted to this drug. Yeah. You know, like and then like you can't get the drugs that you need because they're pills and like you can't prescribe pills to an addict. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like what they need to help them like they can't even take. So it's just like it's a tough thing. You know, what would you think is as far as like the generation that we're in right now? What do you, what do you think is a leading cause of mental uh, mental health issues? I feel like just the state of the world, like just the state of humanity at the moment. Just to be a hundred percent honest with you, like you know, COVID is such a big thing. Like, it's affected how life has went, and so everybody's should be at least stuck in the house, like, trying to avoid getting this virus, and, you know, you get stuck in the house so, so much, and, like, you're just, there feels like there's so much pressure on you. It just feels like there's so much pressure on you to make a move and, like, to do something with your life, and it's just... If something doesn't work out, like, you're kind of fucked. Like, there's just so much pressure, and that's what got to me, for sure. It's just, like, all the pressure you have to, you know, do something that, like, for me, graduate college. All the pressure for me to graduate college is what caused me to crack on top of, like, you know, other personal situations that I, uh that I was dealing with at the time. And it's just like, I had to, I had to just like walk away from the situation. Like, and ever since then I've had mental health issues. So like, I understand it's just, there's so much pressure on people today to, you know, get a job, go to college that, you can't take the time to figure out what you actually want. It's you're basically you need to go. You're being led down a path. Like people just expect you to do this, you know, A, B, C, high school, college, job, rest of your life. Yeah. So when like, there are people who don't necessarily want to do that. It puts a lot of pressure on you. For me, uh, just to like prove that like you're actually doing something with it. Like I'm actually making the right decision. You feel me? Yeah. I think that in the scheme of things, it's the way that just the society that we live in is built like like you said school college job when now it's you can literally have a job and work off the computer or internet or your voice artist whatever it may be um but i think as far as like our generation i think it's uh social media in the way that 
Yeah, that's a big thing. Social media could either be a resource or a just like destruction. Oh yeah, people are obsessed with it. Yeah. I try to limit like my time on social media as much as possible. Yeah. Because like people care so much about social media. They care so much about their image, like all of that. Like they put their entire lives into social media. And it's like why? Like what what's the purpose of it? That's that's my perspective of that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to just like announce everything that I do to everyone. How when you get to a position like let's say you you get to a position where you're gaining traction and you're gaining fans, followers and things like that. Um, how are you going to manage all that? Like, are you, do you have any plans or ideas on managing fans or followers or? I mean, yeah, I'm just going to have to post more, but it's just going to be like personal artistic, like content. It's not going to be just, I don't want to be famous. I want to be rich. That's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Now fame will come with it, but like, I just want to make money off my music and express myself. But I know eventually I'm going to have to post pictures, you know, make TikToks, tweet, you know, do stuff on Facebook. You got to promote yourself. And it sucks. I hate it. Like, I hate doing that stuff. But I know it's part of it. Like, if it were up to me, like, my ideal situation is I have people to handle that and I can just make my art. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's all I want is, like, I have people to handle that and I can just make my art. Yeah. That would be great. But if, unfortunately, I'm not in that position yet. I, uh, just from this podcast alone, trying to make content and trying to, um, like, ed- if I'm editing a video or some shit, it's fucking, nobody tells you it's going to be hard and how many fucking times you're going to fail. I didn't know that. I thought it was just record and upload when it's not like that sometimes, especially if you're trying to, make multiple clips or do multiple streams of like areas um it's just hard dude it's not easy so i I definitely see what you're saying like not only are you making the content like are we writing down our shit we also gotta like put that put out the work distribute it market advertise yeah you're basically a one-man band like you have to be and it is so difficult because that's not my personality. Like, I'm so introverted. Mm. Like, I would love to just, like, be at home in my room, like, just chilling by myself. Like, I'm such an introvert. But you can't be like that. You have to, like, post. You have to be present on social media these days for people to start caring. And it sucks. It sucks so much. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I hate it so much, but you have to do it. It's just part of it. Oh, fucking, I was going to ask you another question. I totally forgot. Shit. What do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Yeah. I'll be honest. I don't like do anything for fun. Like,. <laughs> Like, I literally do nothing for fun. I don't, 
I guess like play video games sometimes. Like I was playing Call of Duty last night, but like, that's like all I do is music. Like I'm so focused all the time. Like I don't just take time to have fun. I feel that. Like I should. I need to. But I just feel like I can't rest until I get to where I'm like trying to get to. So I was like, there's no time for fun. Like I could have my fun later. You feel me? Yeah. Like I don't even watch TV. Like I don't watch shows, nothing. I'm weird. Yeah, I mean I get like I'm weird. I know. Um What's your favorite show of all time? I know you just say you don't watch shows, but Ooh, um Community. Community for sure is my favorite show of all time. What is that? You've never seen Community? No. Bro, okay, it is I don't know how to describe this show. It is a group of people at a community college and it is I okay, you, you've just got to watch it, bro. Like I can't describe this show. What like, you want? It it's a sitcom, but uh it is like some of the most genius writing. Like it's so like it's created by the same uh dude who did Rick and Morty. Okay. It was it was the show he did before Rick and Morty. Mm. And it was a sitcom and it was just like so like great. Like literally one of my favorite shows of all time. Now I need to watch it. You you've got to watch it. You would really appreciate it. Cuz if it's I feel like because it's like smart comedy. Yeah, I need to watch that then. Yeah. It's crazy that I haven't heard of it. You've bro, it's so even, wild. Uh Donald Glover was on it. Is it on a uh, Hulu? Uh I think it's on Netflix. Netflix? Yeah, bro. Damn. Yeah, it's Don- crazy that Donald never... Glover is on that show. I'm I'm gonna have to tune in, dude, bro. Like tonight, like one thousand percent. You need to tune in tonight because that is like the funniest show I've ever watched in my life. Oh my god! Anything with comedy, I'm in, dude. It's, I've been like that for. I only like to watch stuff that I find funny. Like I watch <laughs> stand up all the time. Yeah, I cannot do stand up. Who's your favorite stand up comedian? Oh man, that's a tough one. I mean. Obviously, you have Dave Chappelle, but I loved uh, Cat Williams. He's another. He's another one that I love to watch. Cat Williams is hard to beat, just because he moves so fucking much, man. <laughs> it's so exhausting trying to like make the facial express like you're acting live yeah, exactly you're acting live and you wrote the shit and you have to do fucking perfect like you yeah. cannot fuck up like i liked kevin hart hart's like early comedy too like his newer stuff i don't love like his early comedy i loved yeah i think <laughs> a lot of the things that i think as soon as like they pop except except like the fucking infamous dave chappelle's and Richard Pryor's, you know, yeah. the ones that did not give a fuck. You know, Kevin Hart obviously does movies and a lot of Hollywood shit. Exactly. I feel like he had to tone it down a little bit. So it's, I get it. Sucked. I get like, it. I get it too, but it's just like, bro, like, oh, uh, Aziz and Sorry. Yeah, he's funny. Is another one. I love Aziz and Sorry. Yeah, he's on a lot of shit too, man. Oh, yeah. He's on a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, man. I was, uh, you remember Marquise? Did you ever yeah. meet Marquise? Well, yeah. um, God bless him. He's going to go. He moved to fucking Ve- back to Vegas. Um, but he's my, he's my boy, man. And, uh, I was telling him how happy I was that he was moving back to Vegas because he's chasing his dream. He's going to go do what he wants to do. Um, so it's I'm real excited to meet other people that are as excited that on, in focusing on what they're doing, you know. That brings so much fucking joy to me. And I was, I was telling Marquise that, like, seeing somebody do what they want to do instead of following the norms um brings so much excitement into me man and it it really does uh it moves the shit out of me because i know that i'm like well i can do it too if they're fucking doing it you know you can like that that's the thing and i appreciate that it's just i feel like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna look back and say what if like if i have a talent let me use my talent because i have it for a reason like there there's a reason why I'm this good at making music. That sounds whatever, but like that's just being honest. Like there's a reason why I'm this good at rapping. It's because I put so much time into learning the art and learning the craft. And like I put time into singing. I've put I put time into all of it. So it's like why not try? And if I fail, at least that I could say that I tried, but every day that I waste is one less I'm alive. I said that in one of my songs. But anyway, like... I was about to say that sounds smooth, like you yeah, said it before. I've definitely said it before, but <laughs> that's just how I feel about it. It's like I've got to progress. You know, growth Growth is never comfortable, but you've got to grow as a person. I can't just be confined to where I'm at right now. There's so much out there. And, like, there's so many things I can do with the amount of talent that I have and with all the work that I've put in over the years. Like, why waste it? Like, I want I want to literally get to the point where I can let my parents retire and do whatever they want to do. Where my family never has to work again. That's a real reason I do it. It's not because of me. Like, I don't all the money and stuff would be nice, but, like, I want to give back to the people that, like, believed in me. Yeah. That's how I've always been, though. Like, yeah. even JC. JC is, like, an independent artist now with a manager, like, all that. But, like, I just want to, like, see her succeed so bad. I want to see every person who has a dream and is chasing that dream succeed so bad. Like, yeah. it, I really, like, feel that way about everybody. Because it's just, it's hard to be different. You know, it's difficult to be different sometimes. Like, I feel like people don't understand me a lot of the time. They don't understand why I do certain things or why I act a certain way, whatever. And it's just like, I'm just different from most people. Um. Keeks, stomach, stomach's acting up or something. Always, man. Um. Yeah, man. Dude, I keep forgetting what the fuck I was about to ask. <laughs> I was going to ask you something fucking good, too, dude. I was, like, holding it in the back of my brain. I'm just like, make sure he's, you're listening to what he's saying. 
and then I fucking forgot. But uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Bro, I have no idea. I literally just like I don't even talk about anything. I don't think about anything. Like I, the only thing I do for fun is like watch basketball. Like going back to that. Like I love basketball so much. It just sucks that I wasn't ever tall enough to be any good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, you should look up this rapper. He he loves basketball. Marlon Craft. Marlon Craft. He's so fucking good, man. Um, another dude from New York, uh, Hell's Kitchen. He is a fucking fire ass rapper. And David put him on, put me on. Jesus, he put me on. And I thought it was Fifty Cent, bro. That's hard. I was like, "This is is this fucking Fifty Cent?" And he was like, "No, it's this white boy, Mark, fucking." That's why. Craft from New York, man. He's so fucking good. He's uh, lyrically a genius. But there's so many good artists out there, man. It's so hard to keep up, especially to, in today's world where anybody can blow up at any time. Um, yeah, I mean, just it takes one song. It literally takes one song, like, or one good opportunity, and you can blow. That's what happened with the I Don't Give a Fuck song. Like, (laughs) we got a million views in two days, and it was just like, oh, my God, like, we have to release this, like, right now. Like, so, yeah, you can blow at any time. And if you put the work in and, like, network with people like talk to people connect with people like it makes it easier like and that's what i've been trying to like tell myself and like start to do is just like meet more people like make more connections whatever like if there's an artist that you could collab with or work with um who would it be alive yeah Oh man, that's so tough because there's so many. I mean, my dream would be Cole. Like, if I the day I get a Cole verse, I'll like burst into tears. <laughs> or like, but I want like a Drake verse, of course. Yeah, I, I want a Kendrick verse. I need one. Like, Kendrick needs to drop something, man. He's going to. He is going to. I don't know. They've been saying that for a minute, though. Nah, I I feel like it's coming, like, here in a few months, probably. Think so? I think so. I think, like, I think probably March he dropped something. Good. I, like, honest to God. Um. But, I mean, I, I wish I could have done songs with Juice World and Mac, you know, like that would have been incredible, but nah. I I've wanted I want to work with so many artists, like so many artists. I already have it in my head, like what the songs just sound like and stuff like that. Like I'm just trying to just work to get there. Like I just need that one opportunity, yeah, one chance, and. It's just like, man, 
you got to just make it happen. I like how Cole really didn't have a lot of features for who he is and how, how like how many awards he's won. Because yeah. he was he's that good of a rapper. He's awesome. He's he's literally like my favorite rapper of all time. No matter what, like I I will die on that hill. He's my favorite rapper of all time. I'm not saying he's the best. I'm saying he's my favorite. Like just the way that he tells stories and the way that he writes is just so like it just reels you in every single time. And he's actually saying something. Like there's message behind it. There's thought behind it. There's emotion behind it. You can feel it. Like, if I can't feel it, I don't want to listen to it. But the way that he raps is just so, like, technical and so perfect. Like he, You can tell that he's been working on his writing for so long. And that's something important for people who want to make music and who want to rap is, like, You've got to work on making your verses as good as possible. And you can tell between artists who do and artists who don't. Because some artists can just drop stuff and, like, it plays, like, get plays because the beat's hard. And they have, like, a catchy hook. But there are other artists who really put their time and heart and soul into their craft and, like, Cole is one of those people. Cole is fucking. I feel like if Cole wasn't there, man, I probably wouldn't be the same person I am today just because he's such an influence on my upbringing. Like my adolescence is fucking. His words are literally like kind of my life. And I'm just like, damn, (laughs) it's crazy how much I can relate to somebody like that. And we're not even in the same like age bracket you know facts yo oh three adolescence off 2014 forest hills drive like the first verse of that was like the story of my life in high school like no bullshit was like the story of my life that's why at that moment i was like this is my favorite rapper of all time i was like i know he knows exactly how i feel i know exactly how he feels like man this shit was so crazy there's definitely a lot of artists like that that are like, like we said at the beginning, you connect with it and you're with it forever. Like, yeah. Like you just, you can latch onto that artist and it's just like their music comforts you. And that's just a wonderful thing about music is it can have that effect on people. Like people can relate to it. It can help people deal with issues. And I mean, that's what I use music for. I don't have a therapist. I have a microphone. Like, Dumb. honestly. No. Yeah. I was, uh, oh, uh, now I know, I remember what I was going to ask you. Uh, you going to be ready for like those Nardwad interviews and shit? Yes. That should be so scary, man. Yes. I watched those sometimes. Oh, I watched the man. J. Cole one. Uh, I haven't seen the new Cole one, but I've seen like a bunch of like Nardwad interviews. I can't wait for shit like that. Or like Sway in the Morning yeah. and like stuff like that where I have to go on there and rap and freestyle. Like, I can't wait for that. 
It's just totally, uh, I mean, it's a fucking different experience when you're there, you know? Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I've never been there, but I'm sure it would be. I'm going to get there, though. I believe it. Like, I, that's my mentality. It's like, you can't fail until you quit. Yeah. Or die. Or die, obviously. Um, Yeah. It'd be funny as fuck if like Nardwad like just popped in right now. <laughs> Dude just stuck his big ass head through the door like, hey. Um, that shit is so wild. Like it, those interviews, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, how can you possibly find this stuff out? Like, yeah, it's so fucking scary, dude. Because I feel like if he brought it, if he like said something <laughs> to me like that, I didn't want out. I'd be like, damn, bro. Like, I'm going to have to kill you now. I feel like my life is a pretty open book. Like, it, it's not hard to find out stuff about me. Like, honest to God, because I don't do much. Like, I really don't do anything. I'm kind of the same way. I kind of like telling, like, the shitty parts of my life, but in a funny way. Like, dude, I thought this was funny as fuck, you know, type yeah. of way. And there's always lessons to be learned. And a bad experience, but sometimes bad experiences just fucking come and you can't help it. You got to roll with the punches. Yeah, you just got to take it. Like, you just got to take it and realize there's the other side. Like, you're going to get through it. Weather the storm. Like, because, like, without without adversity, what would life be? You know, imagine if everything was all good all the time. Yeah. Like, then what's the point? <laughs> yeah i mean you got it you have to have some adversity like you have to be pushing for more and when pushing for more like there are gonna be things that come up that have to be dealt with and like what are you gonna do are you gonna do it are you gonna run away damn that that's how i feel about it like that's how i've always felt about it it's just like, am I gonna, am I just gonna give up? Like, is this it? No. A year ago, at this time, I was getting calls from record labels about a song. Like, I I was getting calls from record labels about the I don't give a fuck song that JC has. Like, and here I am a year later, independent artist. Living with my parents. Like, I have a regular job. I'm trying to get another one. Yet, I'm still chasing my dream. I still have a concert this month. I also have a concert in March. Like, you're going to get through it. Yeah. Like, it's a grind. Life is a grind. And how hard you're willing to grind it out determines whether or not you truly want something. Like, how bad do you actually want this? Damn, bro. So, uh... When you blow up, you better take me on tour like uh, who took Drewski on tour? Jack Harlow, probably. Yeah, probably Jack Harlow. 
Fuck. Oh, he went on tour with J. Cole, too. I forgot. <laughs> I could have. I wonder how that vibe was. Funny as Drewski and well, I bet Cole. That, I bet that was funny as hell. I bet Dreamville is just so funny. Like, that entire group. Yeah, they look like funny ass dudes. If I was to ever sign, like, I'll say this. If I was to ever sign to a record label, I would definitely want to sign to Dreamville. Yeah. Like, Dreamville, TDE, like, places like that. Like, I want to sign at artistic labels. Where, uh, like, if you could, if you'd go to a state and work there, what, what state would you go to? California. California. Yeah. You kind of struck me as a Georgia type of guy. Georgia. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I've thought about Atlanta because Atlanta is like the closest place that's like a big hub of music. Yeah. But the thing is, whenever you go to record music, like every studio has a different vibe. And the music that you hear in these studios sets the vibe of the studio. So, like, the studio I record at, it is nothing but trap artists. It is nothing but, like, real street dudes from, like, Little Rock. I record in the hood. Like, it is what it is. Now, I love my studio. Like, but, like, it's nothing but, like, dudes from the hood trying to make it out. And, like, I respect that, but, like, I come in and I bring in a totally different sound. And they like that. Some studios may not know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, like it, it's hard to, it's hard to pick one, but yeah. How'd you meet that guy? Um, It's crazy because uh, what first got me in that studio was I was working with my friend Caleb, who I went to college with, and uh, he wanted to record a song with me. And I'd never been to a professional studio. And... I went in there and, you know, recorded professionally with uh, an engineer. And the engineer just so happened to be uh, one of my homies' space. Uh, He's also a pretty big producer right now. But now, like, he took me there. He booked the session, and we just went in. I learned, you know, how to book a session, whatever. And over time, like... They were hearing what I was doing, and, you know, the owner is just, like, in and out of sessions, and, like, he, me and him have talked a lot, like, he knows me personally, like, we're cool, like, that's my guy, like, I fuck with him, so we just built a relationship like that, just for me being in the studio recording music, like, just having a genuine, like, connection, because he, like, likes what I do, he likes what I bring to the studio, all of that. Damn. Damn. I uh I had my hand at music for a little bit and I fucking I'm gonna tell you the truth, man, I was ass. <laughs> um everybody starts somewhere. Like, dude, but mine was terrible, bro. But the thing is, like, my old shit that I have on SoundCloud, like from when I was in high school, it's terrible. It's awful. Like it was good for the time. I was recording off Audacity in Gabe's closet. Like, it was good for what it was, but like, that shit was terrible. Yeah. But you just get better the more you do it. Like, that's why I write so much. That's why I like focus so much on music. Is like, you get better the more you do something. 
the more you put into something, the more you get out of something. So it's just like, I don't, I wasn't going to give up. Like, why? When I could just get better. Like, I already know I'm kind of like, for the first time I dropped music when I was in high school, like, I was like, okay, like, maybe I'm not that bad. Like, maybe I'm actually, like, really good. And so, for me, it was just like, cool. Like, let's try to get better and better and better. And once I finally got to a situation where I got in the studio, and the studio, like, saw me, like, everybody in there I make connections with because... They were just like, you're talented. Like, you're not like what we usually hear. So it's just like, it was a great way to like network. And so like, I can get beats from these people. They know what I like. They know what settings to put on my vocals, stuff like that. Like, it's a really dope thing. At some point, man, I'd love to have... I'd love to have a business that has a studio in it. At some point, I would love to have like a big ass warehouse. Like this is a dream of mine is to have a big fucking warehouse like a Planet Fitness for artists. That would be incredible. Where you, you pay a monthly fee and someone can steal my idea, I don't care. But where you pay a monthly fee and go in there work with other artists, photography, music, podcast comedy acting just random shit man where a bunch of artists can because when it's art and it's a it's fucking different from any other thing like from any other thing yeah and it's a whole vibe i'm i mean that's how i would see it and uh that's like my big that's like the biggest dream and like there's no better feeling than connecting with somebody artistically like, I love doing songs with people where, like, we connect and it's just, like, it is a vibe. Like, and you can feel the vibe. Like, it's, it's, like, it kind of gives, it's, how do I explain it? It's the only way I can deal with, like, real life, you know? Like, being artistic is the only way I can deal with having to go to my job and act like a normal human being all the time. Like, you have to function a certain way in society, like, yeah. at work and stuff like that. But then, like, you get to be an artist the rest of the time, and it's a wonderful thing. You can do what you want. You can be who you actually are at heart. Um, how long do you, like, is there, I'm, I'm sure there's music school, but how long... Does it take for, uh, like somebody to learn to mix, master, and engineer beats or a song? Do you know? Well, I mean, it all depends on the person and how much time you're putting into it. Because, like, literally, you can download the software and have everything. Like me and Gabe, uh, he just got Pro Tools and Auto Tune, and we're gonna figure out how to do that. Like, eventually we want to open up a studio, uh, you know, in this area. But, yeah, like, anybody can learn how to. And it all depends how much time you put into it. Like, it would take me a while. It would probably take me a good, like, six months to get very good at it if I put all my time into it. 
like all my free time instead of writing and stuff like that. But like, it just depends on how inclined you are with music and stuff like that. If you understand music better, you're going to get it faster. I've always wanted to learn how to make little instrumentals. Um, just because I'm, I'm into like, obviously the podcast, I've always wanted to like, if I want like a sample beat or if I just want to talk over something, you know, yeah, to just have that as a background noise or music. Um, so I think like at some point I might try to get in there with the beats, but for now it's this. <laughs> I, like I said, we all got to start somewhere. I got to start somewhere. And that somewhere is like, I've got to figure out how to produce. Like that is because like music, like I've got music. I figured music out like by now, surely to God, I can, I know how to write songs by now. So what can I do to produce music that is as Keegan as possible? Like stuff that I hear in my head that I want to build. And it's just like, I've got to learn to produce. So once I do, I'm going to end up like Russ and just like produce everything that I'm on and not pay any producers. Yeah, that's... That's awesome, man. Russ is a is Russ is a genius. Yeah. You know, I don't Yeah. Like I think Russ is a genius. I don't like love Russ as an artist all the time. He has some very good songs. He also has some stuff that I do not like at all. But like he is a genius for the way that he went about it. Like being independent and being able to make that type of splash. Yeah. Like is genius. You have to be, uh, you have to be like multi-talented too. Yeah, you have to be very talented to be able to do that. I don't even know how, like, where that dude even began. Like, I, I'm, I'm a huge, I wouldn't say huge. Obviously, I'm not a huge rest fan, or I wouldn't be asking this question. But I don't even know how he started. You know, I'm pretty sure he just started making beats. But uh, I would figure he started rapping. I mean, yeah, I mean, I figured he started rapping. That's how most people start. Like, And then some people, most most producers have rapped or do rap. Like, I've seen producers rap. I've worked with producers that rap. Like, it was just like, really, you could be a jack of all trades, but I would assume that he started rapping and then was just like, hey, I can figure out how to produce and engineer and mix a master too. And I feel like I'm going to end up doing the same thing. Or I'm going to need to because I can't, I don't have enough money to hire, hire a personal engineer yet. How expensive is it? I have no idea, but I don't even want to think about how much it costs. <laughs> Not right now. Damn. It would be in a hell of an expense. Yeah, I mean, so, for some for some people, you know, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Drake, he's oh, yeah. been in it for a while now, so I'm sure he kn- he knows like what to do. But like J Cole, uh, I have seen videos of him messing with beats and fucking with beats and doing stuff to him. Yeah, because he produces. Yeah, he produced on uh. Max last album 
like uh while he was alive like j cole produces he's produced for himself for a while like that's what i'm saying like rappers a lot of like people who make beats started out as rappers and just realized they're better at making beats yeah, I think it's because they know what they want, you know. Exactly. In their head, they're like, "I want this because yeah. it's gonna go along I, with this." I lyric. want, like, I want this, but like, I don't have the voice to like make it what it could be. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. Man, I love music, bro. I love music so much. I mean, it's not like I love music that I'm gonna start making music, but I love music that when I hear something, I'm just like, "What is that?" I I love music that makes me feel something. That's the biggest thing. It's like. If I'm listening to a song, I want it to make me feel a type of way. That's the main thing about music to me. Is like if I can't feel it, I don't want to hear it. No, I feel that. Well, do you want to wrap up? Or do you want to keep going? I mean, it don't matter to me. I ain't got nothing to do. We'll go for a little bit longer and then we'll get out of here. All right, bet. Um. What is like if there's an instrument that you can you play any instruments? No. If there is an instrument that you want you would want to learn first, what instrument is that? Keyboard. Keyboard. That is a yeah. Jesus. That is the key to being able to produce is yeah. having a keyboard. I feel like that too, man. I love like drum pads, drum pads are cool, like, but I can figure out rhythm. Like I can tap out rhythm. But like I need a keyboard. Yeah. That way I can learn how to play different notes and get melodies that I hear in my head for certain stuff. I have such a deep passion for classicals. That keyboard is just, it's amazing, like, to my ears. So when I hear keyboard, when I hear keys and rap, you know, it's special. Because not a lot of rappers do keys. Yeah, like, and I love, I love music like that. Like, I love beats where it's just, like, piano playing in the background and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I like more beautiful music as far as like stuff that I choose. That and trumpets, man. Like an actual horns, bro. Yeah, horns. Bro, if you Oh my God. Me on a beat with horns is a cheat code. That's what I've realized. Yeah. Like hold on. I'm playing another song. Alright, go ahead. It's not very long because it's not done, but yeah, like I love horns and beats so much. Guess I'm back, and I feel new and improved. I got shit to do. Stack a couple million, fuck a bunch of women. Tip on my shoulder, got something to prove. Don't need a little baby, cause damn, I'm amazing. My phrasing, they praising. I done got complacent, so I need my payment. I came from the basement, no matter who hate me. I can't stop your pit, how's my view? I done held back for so long. Hell, it's been months since I wrote a song. Just trust, I know that ain't really me. I've been through a lot that nobody sees. Took up my pain with these pills and this liquor. Now I'm taking it out on these beats. I done took my time, wrote all these lines. I'm sitting on hits, I know I'm 
gon' shine So hop on this way while it's early I'm serving, still searching for purpose In all of my verses No matter what hurt me, I'm chosen I noticed I gotta stay focused And find what my hope is Life is looking so much brighter Depression a hell of a thing for a writer With pain come growth This shit I felt both I done miss a lot, so now I can't choke Put in the rips, I know I'm the best I ain't scared to say this shit on my chest If you wanna test, then please be my guest I ain't someone easy to impress, I guess Now, I feel different, I ain't stressed Out, new perspective, yeah, I'm blessed Wow, who else is like this? I wait now. Uh, bitch, I'm a champion. I don't take losses. I take listen and change my perspective, but sometimes they cost me. Now I got my focus. The people gon' notice my ability got me. You can't fail until you quit. That's what they don't tell me. Bitch, I'm a champion. I don't take losses. I take listen and change my perspective, but sometimes they cost me. Now I got my focus. The people gon' notice. My ability godly You can't fail until you quit That's what Lido taught me Damn. So, so yes I love horns So do you just um, When you find a beat Do you just like You're like oh yeah this is You know I can work with this like what are you what are you thinking there? What are you looking for? I'm glad you asked me that question. Typically it's like whenever I hear a beat, like I just hear melodies in my head. And like I hear pockets in my head of like I can rap right here and like I can make it sound like this. Like I just hear it and then like I'll just home out the melodies and then start putting words to it as they come to me. Like that's how I do it. That's my process. Like, and then, like, I get on my phone and just type it out. Use a rhyming dictionary. That's <laughs> no bullshit. I use a rhyming dictionary. Like, Does it help? It helps. Yeah, you. it helps. Like, it. my thing is, like, if you have a tool like that, why not use it? If it can help me be a better rapper and help me, like, diversify my, my vocabulary... No. That's my big sentence of the day. Um, why not use it? Like, Because then I could think of ways to switch songs in ways that I never would have thought of before. Like, It's just, it gives me a list of words I can look at and just figure it out from there. And make it more cohesive. Because like, I want all my songs to be complete thought. Like, There will never be a song or a verse that I have that's not a complete thought. That's so fucking hard to do, man. It It's hard to do, but, like, once you do it, it's just, like, man, like, look how this turned out. Yeah. Like, my the songs I'm most proud of are, like, the stuff that I, like, I had a vision for it, and I made it come true exactly how I wanted it. And it was a struggle, but it's just, like, it came out perfect, like, exactly how I wanted it. Do you have a, uh, do you have like a certain time frame when you like to sit down and write? Because for me, I love writing at nighttime. Oh, I only write at nighttime. Yeah. I will not write during the daytime. I can't write during the day. I, I can have, try, but I, I. I have to be at home alone in my room unbothered. Like, I can have nobody around me when I'm writing. I cannot be disturbed. Like, I need to be focused and in my zone. 
Like if I hear something, I need to be able to use that. Like right then, I can't be interrupted. It has to be at night. Like I write all my songs at like midnight. Yeah. Like one o'clock, just because I always stay up late. Yeah, those, I don't know what it is, man, but a lot of artists are like that. Like, even people who write books are, like, they're writing late at night. I think I'm, there's, like... Nighttime just seems more peaceful to me. Yeah, that too. That's what it is for me. It's, like, it just seems more peaceful. There's uh, some stipulation around that you could be tired and then your brain is just releasing all this, like just creative flow that you might be in. I've never thought about that, but like, honestly, like that makes sense. Cause I've, I've heard that before, man. Cause there's a lot of, uh, a lot of comedians will write at night too, like real late at night. Like they'll stay up for days and they'll get delirious. They'll get like crazy. And I'll just write some, cr- some of the craziest shit every, like some of the best shit was made like that. My problem is I'm the absolute worst about doing this. Uh, I can't write unless there's like some pressure. So like I'll book studio sessions <laughs> with nothing written. Damn. And like I'll book them like a week in advance. And so I give myself a week to write this many songs to fill up like this time frame. Like that's what I make myself do. It's like I was the same way with writing essays in school. I would wait till the last minute because if I wait till the last minute, that's when my brain just goes into overdrive and like I can just write the best songs possible or like I could I could write the best papers possible in school like it's just when I have to wait till last minute so I'm the absolute worst about doing that and then I'll be like pissed off like nobody talked to me like I need to be alone like stay away from me damn like I get like that because I'm serious about my art I don't want to ever go in there and embarrass myself because you never know who's watching. Yeah. That's another thing about recording at studios. Is like I recorded the same place that a lot of bigger artists came up out of. So there are always random people in that studio. And it only takes being seen by the right person one time. And I've made a lot of connections through there too. The connections is what's important, I think, man. Because you never know where you might cross paths again, you know. You'll be like, hey... I was that one kid back in the day. Well, yeah, and it's just, like, also building, like, genuine relationships with these people, like, because, like, when you're an artist, like, meeting other artists is refreshing because, like, not everybody's like that. I can't just sit there and explain my artistic ideas to people who don't give a fuck about the fact that I make music. Like, at at that point, I'm just talking to myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's tough to try to have a conversation about something that you really love to people that are just like, ah, whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, probably. I didn't get that. Could you try again? <laughs> Siri going out. Oh, I guess that was my phone. Whoops. Um, fuck. Now I forgot. I forgot what I was going to say. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> nah, man, but uh, we're going to probably wrap up. Yeah. But I appreciate you coming, man. I appreciate and you having me. No shit. I'm not just saying this because it's on air, but I think this dude's going to be big as fuck. 
because <laughs> he's talented. I appreciate and, you. And uh, I've, I mean, I've been watching since high school from like the fucking like the biggest, like from far away. Yeah. I was trying to think what basketball, like the shitty seats are called. Yeah. Nosebleeds. The nosebleeds. I feel like I've been watching from there. And I'm just like, okay, this dude's been doing this for a while. And now he's like really fucking doing it. You know? Well, he's been doing it for like, he's really been doing it for a while. But now, like, the work is starting to show. Thankfully. So, I thought you were talented back then. So, I fucking now it's. 10 times better with the shit I heard earlier. Bro, it's crazy. I used to get bullied for making rap music in high school. Like, <laughs> what? let's fucking beat oh the rest. Oh my God, I used to get bullied so bad. Like, I remember me and uh, my homie Lando got in a rap beef, and they would play like his diss songs during practice while I was like shooting. <laughs> like, bro, like, they used to disrespect the fuck out of in high school. It was so wild. I didn't care. I thought it was funny. That, it used to piss me off sometimes, but, like, that, like, Twitter back in the day. Did you have Twitter back in the day? Like, yeah. Okay. Do you remember the unfollow Keek thing? I think I fucking do. Bro, oh, yeah, I do remember do that. Do you shit. remember that? I do remember that. It was an entire movement all over the county. It was, like, unfollow Keek 2014. I was like, bro, I literally, like, was just an innocent bystander. Like, I didn't I even. Just, I just so happy to be. Like, my parents were pissed about it. I thought that <laughs> shit was so funny. Like. <laughs> I was sitting there, I was sitting there just fucking rolling, bro. Like, I thought that was the funniest shit in the world. Jesus. It's just like, there's a whole Twitter movement trying to, un- like, cancel me for absolutely no reason other than the fact that I'm me. That was like a hashtag. Dude. It was a hashtag, bro. Like I was like, what the fuck? I, one time I went back and read those tweets and I was just like in tears. God, That's crazy, that shit dude. used to be so funny. I didn't give a fuck. Like, Twitter like, back then was crazy, bro. Twi- yeah, Twitter in high school was crazy. Fucking Charles, always on Twitter. Charles bro. was a maniac. Bro. I tried to, I tried to get That's on there, guy. bro. I tried to like say some outlandish shit, but I got in tr- like bad trouble in high school because I said some <laughs> fucked up shit, bro. Like real bad. Yo, this one time in high school, I tweeted. Um, about our coach at the time. And I didn't think he would see it. And somebody walks up to him and shows him. Either that or he went on my Twitter and like saw the tweet. And this man was just like so upset. He's like, <laughs> he was like, do you think that was funny? I was like, yeah, at the time. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Oh, God. I was, bro, Riverview is so fun. Like, can we take a second to talk about that? Yeah, like, River, yeah, Riverview was so fun. Like I didn't learn anything <laughs> through my entire four years of high school, but it was so fun to go there. Yeah, like it was. during the time that we were there, because we could do whatever we wanted to do, and nobody cared. It was, it was a zoo, a little zoo, an absolute zoo, River Zoo, River Zoo. But honestly, I think that's part of like what made me who I am. To be honest with you, yeah, like is going to that school because I was originally supposed to go to Cersei. And, like, who knows the type of person I would have ended up being had I not met the people I met, had the experience I did when I moved here and stuff like that. Like, I give so much credit to, like, Riverview for shaping me, and it has nothing to do with education. (laughs) Education was the last part of it. I don't know. I can't 
remember a single thing that I learned at Riverview, but like it just pushed me more to do what I want to do. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I'm not gonna say her name, but uh, one of our high school teachers, she was like, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "Well, I guess I'll go to college." But I told her what I really wanted to do, and she fucking like kind of smiled a little bit, and uh, bro, I started busting in tears like his grown ass kids crying, man. And I was like, "That yeah, I'm gonna show that bitch." Well, for me, it was just like everybody assumed I was gonna go be a coach, like because that's what I wanted to do. I like uh, what Kirkland's doing now, yeah, like. That's what I wanted to do, and shout out to him. He's doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, he's I don't good. know if anybody from Review who went to school with me like still listens to this, but I assume they do. Yeah, but like he's doing he's doing a great job. Like, but like that's originally what I wanted to do. I wanted to go back and coach there. Like nobody would have ever saw me being a rapper. Nobody. Like even though I did rap, nobody would have ever been like, that dude's gonna make rap music. Like <laughs> Keegan. I didn't even know about the coach thing, man. Really? I Dude, my whole life, I was like, Keegan's doing music. Like, that's what he's doing. That's wild. But I swear I to God. I never realized anybody had that, like, perception. I guess it's just people, like, because I've met people like that, man, who, like, you know them, but you don't know them. Facts. You know? Like, we never really talked in high school. Exactly. And now I'm just, like, you hear or you see a rat of you like freestyle and i remember seeing those girl like in high school and i was like damn he's fucking pretty good but it's not like i'm just gonna go talk to you because you're a rapper like i just i'm just like okay i had my group of friends you had yours and we never really talked but after high school i just saw you on twitter talking about music or doing this and doing that or releasing a snippet and i was just like okay he's working on music like that's wild I didn't. I had no idea how people perceived me in high school. Like I think about that all the time. Like I, I never sounds bad. I don't really care how people perceive me now, yeah. because you can't. Like because if you tell people like, "Hey, I'm a five five white guy who makes rap music," like they're gonna look at you like you're crazy until they actually hear it. So like I do not care about perception, but I always like sit there and think like, how do people actually perceive me? You know. Like, I was the same way in high school. Like, how do people, like, perceive, like, who I actually am? Yeah. I mean, you could be perceived a million ways. Exactly. Like, just one one occurrence or just word of mouth type of shit, you know? But it is what it is. A lot of people think I'm a clown-ass dude because all I do is shit post. And then they <laughs> meet me and they're like, damn, this dude's kind of deep. But I then feel, I, I feel love, like I don't ever post anything. I love shit posting, man. There's nothing I enjoy more than like trying to be a funny guy and making people have a good time. See, I just I wish I was funnier than what I am. Like that's my problem. Is like I'm not funny enough to make posts like that. Like it, that's just like not my personality. I think I'm funny, but like everybody else doesn't think I'm funny. <laughs> I think I'm fucking hilarious, personally. That's how I feel. What, dude? I want to be so upset if everybody thinks I'm not funny. Or maybe I'm just now starting to realize that. But yeah, fuck, dude. I'm high. And I thought we were supposed to wrap up. So we're... (laughs) 
boy. We're, we were going to wrap up, and then we just started, like, I just went off into a whole different space. Yeah. Sorry, I had to start talking about high school, and then just snowballed. Oh, yeah, you did say, let's take a minute and talk about that. Yeah, I apologize. For no, my, my bad. I forgot. <laughs> Dude, I'm such a, like, I have short-term memory loss. Um, But, yeah, man, like I was saying, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, when are you performing? When, where, and what? Okay, I'm performing January 28th at the warehouse in Clarksville, Tennessee. As far as what I'm performing, I'm performing probably hip-hop music. Yeah, more than likely my rap stuff. Hell yeah. I'm going to save my R&B stuff for the other show. Are you, is someone going to film this? or? Yeah, okay. there'll, there'll be video of it. I'm actually, uh, I have a manager now, and uh, he works with like a marketing like label. So like there's going to be video of it like i'm going to get content out of it thankfully okay so, cool that's always good to see man yeah um cool man appreciate you coming on and we're going to end this podcast right now is there anything oh yeah your twitter oh yeah put your twitter uh, out there instagram yeah my twitter and ig is both at chief underscore keeg yeah cool all right, man. <laughs> Appreciate you coming on, Appreciate bro. Appreciate you having me, bro. All right, man. We'll end this now. Whoops, not.